You want sharp NFL insight? We got a guy. Rostradamus is here. Joining us from the ringer, Raheem Palmer on In The Zone. All he does is work out and pick winners. Raheem Palmer, all part of the Ringer Gambling Podcast Network. So excited to talk to him. I jumped the gun right there. Catch him on shows like the Ringer Gambling Show and the Philly Special at I Am Rostradamus for all of his betting insights and quips on Twitter. Raheem, welcome back to the show. You were missed last week. Yeah, I feel like it's been a while. Like, I, I feel know. like we've missed so many, it's been so many hurricanes going on. It's just been <laughs> life. It's been everything. But it's, it's, I'm happy to be back. Yeah, and it does seem like, for whatever reason, the hurricanes always want to hit when you and I are about to talk betting. So we've missed, uh, with everything going on, we've missed a lot of games. Let's get right to it. We, uh, we'll get to the NFL lines in a bit, but... For you, tonight, Wednesday night, busy night in the NBA, I think we've got 10 games on the slate. What is your number one go-to best bet tonight in the association? I'm going with the Chicago Bulls. I'm going to go with the, I mean, I think it's plus one and a half right now. It opened up at four. I like a money line. I think just the Bulls, they come off a, a like, they got dominated by the, the Nuggets on Sunday night in the game in which I had. And, you know, like the Pelicans, they come off, they're in a really bad schedule spot. I know they're at home, but they're playing a back-to-back. And one thing you saw last night is John Morant got to the he got to the rim at will. And you know, the the Bulls have two guys in Demar Derozan and Zach Levine who can both get to the rim at, at will. And this team doesn't have any rim protection. They're twenty seventh in field goal percentage at the rim. They're allowing like seventy percent. There is no Zion Williamson. So there is no like extra score and punch there, and then I just I just think the the Bulls are in a prime bounce back spot here. They're rested, like most of the year. I mean they've been in bad scheduling spots themselves, and now they're finally on the other end of it to be able to benefit from it. So I think the Bulls win this game outright. So we know that Paolo can't go for the Magic, and it's not looking good for Window Carter Jr. Rough matchup for them without one of their best or the their best big man going up against the team with Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert. Do you have any courage or conviction in the Magic covering a seven-point spread tonight? I'm going to be honest with you, I don't. I mean, like, typically this Minnesota Timberwolves team has been a team that I've liked to see um, just because that starting lineup with Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns, they've been so dreadful. But the one thing I can say is that they match up well with this Magic team that has a lot of length. And, I mean, pretty much most, much of the team is in the hospital. So, I mean, you saw them got down – saw them get dominated by a Hornets team, which really isn't that good. I think this is just a, a prime spot for the Timberwolves to rest it. They should be able to win this game rather easily. I won't be on it just because I just don't – I just can't bet the Timberwolves team at this point, but – I just think the Magic, just they have too many injuries right now. Yeah, too much of what you just said is uh, spot on, and it, it hurts our soul over here in Orlando. Your first half plays have been money. I've been following you on some of this. Uh, Action Network, you, Aunt Reem Palmer put some of his picks in there, even though he's slid across the street to the ringer. What's your general logic when you're looking at betting a first-half line versus a full-game line? Um, I don't want to give too much away. But, <laughs> yeah, don't um, give it away for free. <laughs> yeah, when it comes to, I mean, the first half is that a lot of it, a lot of things is that, you know, like the first half in the full game are two, two completely different games. So just to give you an example of the Dallas Mavericks, this is a team that can't close games. So a lot of times when I want to play the Mavericks, I'm, Mavericks, I'm looking first half of them. Um, also, I mean, you you kind of got to look at, you know, sometimes you have these two teams 
they play advanced, they play at different paces in the first half versus the second half, and you kind of got to be able to recognize that. Also, you know, you have certain teams who, like, look at the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, the Memphis Grizzlies, they struggle to score in the second half. For whatever reason, they get off the fast start. And I, I think, you know, I have these models where, not the first half model, I have a, a full game model. And it tells me, you know, how teams perform in the first half versus the second half um, versus the full game. So I'm, like, really, I'm thinking about that as I go into every game. We're talking to Raheem Palmer, betting analyst from The Ringer, all part of their gambling podcast network. Let's talk about Thursday Night Football, two teams that look pretty similar in the Packers and the Titans, both coming off of big wins. Who has the edge here? Packers minus three at home against the Tennessee team that wants to run it down your throat. I, I, think, it's, I think it's the Green Bay Packers by far. Um, you know, when you look at this Tennessee Titans team, they are 6-3 and three with a point differential of, Minus two, <laughs> um, and, and granted the Packers have a worse point differential, but the Titans right now they're winning with their defense. And right now you got a lot of guys banged up on that defense. You got Caleb Farley, you got Jeffrey Simmons, you got a lot of guys who are just hurt. So you really want to look at that injury report to see who's playing. Caleb Farley is out; he's on IR right now. But I just think this is a spot where you got a banged up Titans team going up against the Packers who they're desperate for a win. They absolutely need to win this game to stay in the playoff race where, you know, this is – if the Titans lost this game, it wouldn't be the most punitive thing in the world. You've got a non-conference opponent. I mean, they've already won two games against the Colts. Um, you know, they've been beating up on their division. So they're likely going to win, win this division whether they win this game or not. I personally think the value was on the under. I mean, this thing got bet down from 42 and a half to 41. I'm probably going to be looking first half under because I just don't see a lot of, I don't, I don't see a lot of points in this game. You got some weather issues. It's, it's supposed to be some rain, maybe some snow, wind. Um, I just, I don't know. That three is, it's tough for me to lay it here. It's probably a game I won't bet, but I am looking maybe the first half under 20. I just don't see a lot of points. Both teams expect to run the ball. I, I like. I just don't see how we get to a shootout here. So it's probably the under a pass for me. It's funny because when we went into the season and previewing some of this stuff, one of the teams that you had earmarked as the team that you're going to fade throughout the year was the Tennessee Titans, and I was in complete agreement with you on that. And I haven't bet against them every week, but they're one of those teams I try and pick my spots. And we all have that squad that just gets us every time that we want to take advantage. I can never win money betting against the Tennessee Titans. I just don't do yeah, it. I, I think uh, this is just what this Rabel, Mike Rabel Titans team is. They're a team that they're going to overperform their Pythagorean. They're going to overperform their, their point differential every single year. And they're going to win these close games. And it's almost inexplicable. So it's just it's very frustrating because when you look at all the metrics and you watch this team play, it says they should regress, but then you you know they go out there and they're competitive. I mean, for them to do what they did against Kansas City, I mean, I think Blake Willis completed four passes and they almost had a chance to win that game against Patrick Mahomes, who's probably gonna be the MVP. So I mean it just says a lot about the coaching job that Mike Rabel has done. So Philly's a six-and-a-half-point favorite heading into Indy. Common logic is to lean towards a team that just got embarrassed in prime time. Is this a buy-low spot on the Eagles? I'm going to be honest with you. I think the Eagles are in trouble. Oh. <laughs> like, I just think, I mean, Jeff Saturday, the biggest thing that he did was that he added <laughs> um, Matt Ryan back into the starting line. And, you know, this Colts team, they still have a top-tier defense. So... 
And when you add Matt Ryan back into the starting lineup and you have a competent offense, it says a lot. And one thing we saw last night on Monday Night Football is that the the Washington Commanders were able to run the football. And that's the strength of this Colts team. They're going to be able to run the football with Jonathan Taylor. So I think they keep this close. And I think there's a reason why we saw this number go from plus seven to, uh, minus six and a half. Kirk Cousins at 1 p.m. is a superhuman. Uh, I'm not sure I can trust him at 4 o'clock, but home underdogs, it's plus one, so it's just almost a pick em. Uh But going up against the Cowboys team that definitely has some flaws, how do you see this one that's a really interesting game on Sunday? Um, I'm struggling with this one just because I just – look, the Vikings have perhaps the best home foot advantage in football historically. Um, it's them and probably the Green Bay Packers. And – there's no way you can tell me that the Cowboys should be laying. This is basically saying that on a neutral field, the Cowboys are three points better than the Vikings, and I, I just don't buy that. Um, the one thing I will say is that this Cowboys defense, if they can get some pressure, then Kirk Cousins is in trouble because we all know how he performs against the Blitz. But I just I can't get to this number from a number from just from a number standpoint. I don't see how the Cowboys are laying one and a half against an eight and one Vikings team. But I mean, maybe that tells you you should be betting on the Cowboys. But um, hmm. yeah, I just I don't I don't see I don't understand this number at all. Before we cut you loose, Raheem, is there anything else on the slate that you're absolutely in love with? Um, as far as NFL, um, I did take some Saints minus three. Um, but I mean that's up to four right now. I'm still doing a lot of research, so, you know, if I have anything, I'll make sure I pass it along. We always appreciate it. Raheem Palmer, you can find his work at The Ringer and subscribe to his litany of podcasts, The Ringer Gambling Show and the Philly Special. Thanks so much, Raheem. We appreciate you. No doubt. You have a good one. Great stuff from Raheem Palmer. Always solid analysis and advice from our good friend Raheem Palmer from The Ringer. More in the zone coming your way next.